define yourself before others do. We're living in a world where people love to define people. It's a nature in us that we want to give a name to things. In other words, when you don't have a name for yourself, people will give you a name. When you don't have a self-definition, people will define you. This is the nature of humans. This is the nature of life. I want to I want to lead us to Bible story this morning in the book of Genesis. When God created the world, the Bible made us to know that he had to array all the animals before Adam to see what he will call them. And then you know what? To each one he saw, he calls them things. I think the first one he said, ah, you look like a dog. I think you have the characters of a dog, so you'll be a dog. And the other one to be a cow, you'll be a fowl and all that. <laughs> so that is the naming nature in us. In this also applies to our day-to-day life. When you as a person do not have a name, others will define you. People will say all manner of things about you. I like to also talk about the Bible story um, from the book of Matthew 16, from verse 13 to 14, where the Bible tells us the story of Jesus. He said, when Jesus came to the, to the region of Caesarea, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. <laughs> like I told you earlier, this is the nature of people. Let me paint this picture. Had it been Jesus um, doesn't have a self-definition, <laughs> do you know he could be, he would definitely become confused. Because people see different things about him. What I see, what they see is so different. And that will lead him to becoming different things to different people. That is what happens when you lose your self-identity. You would tend to flow. You would just want to belong. And when you just want to belong, you are being blown about by the wind. You're being driven by every kind of words. You lose yourself. You lose your identity. You lose your face. You can't stand up for yourself. These things happen whenever you don't have self-identity. I'm going to tell you two things that having self-identity, defining yourself does for you. Number one, it helps you to seek to your circle of friends. You are not meant for everybody. I want you to take time and let this, let this sink into your spirit. Let it sink into your soul. You are not meant for everybody. It's not everybody that you should walk with. Is not everybody that you should walk into your circles. Now, you cannot understand that if you don't have self-identity. Let me take us back to the book of, to the Genesis. Yes, to the book of creation. Very good. Okay, um, what really happened when God, if you're conversant with those, but that Bible story, did you notice that Adam did not see himself in any of the animals? They were really good. They were nice. It was... He was excited having them around. Yes. But he did not see himself in any of them. But the moment God brought Eve before him, did you notice how happy he became? The 
above me rush to know that he is clad he said this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh this is my kind of person now let's take it other than adam doesn't have a self-definition everything anything can go for him god wouldn't even see the need that he really needed somebody why because anything goes for him that's it so self-identity helps you to seek to your circle of friends not everybody is good for you not everyone is healthy for you you don't need everybody you just need those people that are your kind of person the second thing defining yourself does for you is it helps you regulate your time you don't spend time on anything there are people that will be on social media doing nothing throughout the day. There are people that will just hang out with friends. You just want to go out. You just want to be there. You just want to do things. Things that are not meaningful to you. Things that are not helping you in any way. So self-identity helps you to regulate. What should I do? How does this fit into the personality that I am? Into the personality that I'm building? Into the personality I desire to be? Yes. So this is what defining yourself does for you. Quickly, let me tell you three ways to define yourself. Number one, have a positive self-perspective. Like I told you earlier, maybe we're going to be reading lots of scriptures. The reason being that this would help you to understand God's view concerning what we're talking about. Alright, our first point of call is Proverbs 4 verse 23. The Bible said, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's Proverbs 4 verse 23. Have a self, have a positive self-perspective. <laughs> you know, there are two different things. You cannot want me to see you the right way when you've not started seeing yourself the right way. You cannot have people think good of you when you don't think good of yourself. Self-perspection shapes you. Having a self-perspective of who you are, who you want to be, what you see of yourself, it shapes you. It shapes your priority. It shapes your outlook. It shapes your appearance. It affects your response to life. That's why God being the spirit he is interested in your heart. Because he knows even though the work of grace is there. But when your heart is not in tune with who you should be. You can't become that. Because your, your mind controls your life. The things you see of the moment is what you've been thinking. The things you see of yourself. The things majority of what people say about you. Has been a dominant thought in your mind. is the first principal thing that needs to be in place before every other thing can be in, be in place. I need to chip in this. You know, the Bible said that God calls things that be not as though they were. Where have they been? They have been in his mind. He thinks of them. He sees them. And that's why he can speak them. So in the same manner he tells you, 
that your mind controls your output in life, that your mind controls your response in life, your mind controls your results. It also controls the way people see you. Why would someone call you dirt? Why would someone call you timid? Why would someone call you poor? Why would someone call you limited? If you have not been nursing that thought, why would someone see you as ugly, see you as nothing, see you as low life? If you have not been nursing that thought, I don't care how long these words have gone on, but I want you to know you are the starting point of change. It's in your mind. He said, be mindful of what you think because your life is controlled by that. Number two point on how to define yourself is build a positive self-esteem. Build your self-esteem. We're also going to be reading another scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. The Bible said, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power. Love. And self-discipline. This is so beautiful. God has not given you that spirit of fear. Now, I want you to note this. Whenever fear is in place, the devil is there. Whenever faith is in place, God is there. God doesn't work with fear. He doesn't see less of you. He doesn't limit you. He doesn't want you to reduce to any slow status. He doesn't put you there. So when you start seeing yourself as I can... I can't do it. I'm incapable. I don't have what it takes. I'm not sure I qualify. I'm not sure I have what it takes. I'm not sure I can do this. I'm not sure I have what it takes to put out the best for this. That's fear. And that's not from God. And I want you to know this. That people will always want you to be at that status in life where you are scared of daring new things. But that's what the work of grace is there. He said, God hasn't given you that spirit. So it's not from him. Remember, this is an intentional building. Yes. So if you really, really want to start defining yourself, you need to start seeing yourself the way God sees you. He doesn't give you that fear. He's not, he's not interested in you having low self-esteem, being timid, being incapable of daring or standing up to the things he's giving you the abilities to do. No. He doesn't want you to be in that status in life. But what is giving you the spirit of love? To have that love, to look yourself up. Every day in the mirror with admiration. Admiring the beauty, the, the marvelous, the grace, the physique and all that God has given you. I want to check this end now. I don't know, I don't, I don't know if you've been body shamed. Or possibly your status, your, your birth background, people look at you and say, um, you are not fit, you're not qualified, you don't deserve this, you are this, you are that. They'll say all manner of things, but I want you to know that grace has qualified you. You are so unique in yourself. You are so beautiful. You're the best version of yourself. And I want you to know that something good always comes from Nazareth. So no matter how long or how dark the tunnel is, I want you to know you are the light. You are the way out of it. Believe in it. Believe in yourself. Walk on your self-esteem. That is another key to building and defining yourself. Key number three. Have the right mentors and role models. Note what I said. The right mentors and right role models. Now, I'm going to take us to another scripture in 
um, 1 Corinthians 4 verse 15. The Bible said, For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ I have begotten you through the gospel. Yes, so there is a question of um, mentorship and fatherhood, but the fatherhood aspect is out of the question today. So what I'm concentrating on this today is mentorship. He said, for though you might have 10,000 instructors. Now, I'd like to point that um, be mentors and role models are two different things. Your mentor can be your role model, but not all role models can be your mentor. Your mentor is someone that is close to you, someone that you have personal encounter with, someone that knows you. And is interested in your growth. Someone that watches over you. Someone that you are accountable to. Yes. While your role model is someone that is from afar. You could possibly see this person online. Or you're not even any close. But you admire this personality. You admire their nature. You admire their work ethics. You admire the way they carry their business. Their business manner. Their business class and all that. That person is your role model. So noted for you to be very, very successful in this journey of defining yourself, you need mentors, you need role models. The reason being is when people tend to sway you as a newbie in your journey, in your journey of self definition, you know, the reason um, I googled the little is because people were always trying to taunt you, people will always be there. They'll always be there to give you a different name. There'll be times when you fail. There'll be times when you try things and you don't work out. They'll be there to make you feel less of yourself. Now, that's why you need to have people that have been there. People that are walking and have walked the same path you intend to trip. Why? Because they are, their life is the best motivation you need. Their life is the best ladder you need. They're the best hand for you. So you need role models and you need mentors you need mentors for different aspects of your life for your relationship for your business for your career for your academics for every aspect your fitness and all that you need mentors that's it i'll summarize by saying that people can lord over your emotions can lord over your life when you give them that key to but when you start, you start up. When you step up to embrace and brace up to start defining yourself, you give them your description. You give them you the understanding of who you are. Only then can they start seeing you the way you see yourself. Only then can we say there is night and there is day because God sees it and He sees it and He has been. Only then can you can people start aligning can people start dancing to the tune of what you see of yourself and only then can your life be starts becoming as beautiful as you see them as beautiful as you speak of them and as beautiful as you make of them thank you so much for listening stay blessed to have a lovely week god bless you